Talk Radio 1100. It's Chatterbox, where you'll find the latest news, interviews, and updates about the gaming world. The views and opinions expressed are those of the host, the guests, and callers only, and not necessarily those of KFNX News Talk Radio 1100. And now, here's your host for Chatterbox. And here we are after a week of absence. This is the Chatterbox Video Game Radio Show. Ara, how you doing? You uh, you feeling all right today? So, uh, you ever seen that movie uh, Total Recall? I think I have. The um, with the three three titties. That's well, that thing, that the is stuff. That is there. The but, sweater but that, things. That is not the uh, anecdote that I wish to relate tonight. That's all I remember. Yeah, you remember the little baby coming out of the stomach? Nope. Quaid. Quaid and Quato. Okay. Yeah, yeah no. Oh, yeah, Quato. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. You know, the guy unbuttons his shirt, and then there's like... Bleh. Oh, the thing that's just part of him? Yeah. It's okay, stomach. but it's not like alien style. Bleh. That's different. That's... That... That baby... Yeah. It's just in my throat right now. <laughs> okay. That's good. Well, we have a replacement for you today. I'm so thankful, because I... I've got to apologize to all our listeners, because I will not be able to do a large volume of speech tonight. All right, so I'm sure they they won't mind, judging on past feedback, right? Huh? Huh? Oh, uh, third wheel, how you doing? Uh, I'm doing all right. All right, so this is Eric. Eric, uh, do we have a nickname for you? Just call you like Hawk or Hawkins? What do you? Where do, what do we go with that? Mr. Hawkins. Mr. Hawkins. That's, all right, that's all I got. So you're part of the Golgatron crew. Correct. Um, along with myself, mm-hmm. and uh, like, I guess Ara like could be Hawkins, like Stephen. That's Hawking. Isn't, isn't that is Hawking? You're yeah. so right. See, this this alien baby in my throat is just... She's also affecting your brain. It's it's invading. Like toxoplasmosis. It's clearly attached itself to my uh, cerebrum. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> uh, Eric and I, we're, we're one of, well, two of, two of four people from Golgatron at E3 this year. And it went pretty well. It was good times. Um yeah, I was going to make some comment about how difficult it was to sleep. But other than that, <laughs> other because E3 is crazy. So uh, we went down there. We saw a considerable amount of stuff. I was not terribly impressed by anything particular I saw there, although I am really excited about the Wii U. Um, I guess we're going to have to talk about E3, I guess. That's what we were, we were doing. Um, do you want to get into that right away? Or is there... Um, I... Because I have some stuff I want to do before that. Let, let's do that. Let's, okay. Let's do it so after. So I was reminded that these these PS3 games that we're getting for free because of the Sony PSN madness. Have have we all gotten our PSN games for free yet? <clears throat> no. That was the baby too. Yeah. All right. Did you get your free games yet? No. What are you talking about? We get I, free games. I, I haven't because I've I've got nothing for free. It's it's prompting me to change my password, and then when I try to do it, it says that the form failed. So I, I just did it tonight up. with no problem. I've, I've earned every dollar I've got, Mister. So uh, you get two free games, and then if you had your PSP, I think like oh. hooked up to your or activated on your system, you get two free PSP games those as well. Those free? Uh, yes, I did. Let me tell you something about those. Yeah, please tell me which ones did you get? So so there's five available. Well, I found I found it interesting because some people were lamenting the fact that they're like, I have all of these games already that they're offering for free. But yeah, that's, bummer. Th- that's I have one of the five. Um, I had none of the five, but uh, incidentally, um, Wipeout, right? So this is this this game falls into the category of 
games that I've always wanted to buy but never wanted to pay for. <laughs> Wipeout HD Fury Bundle. So, um, which is the Wipeout HD like remake for PS3 plus whatever the Fury Bundle is. I wasn't able to identify exactly what the Fury Bundle is. Yeah, it's like it's like an add-on. I don't know exactly. Yeah, I just don't know what it adds. Yeah, it adds. I assume extra tracks and vehicles. Probably. Um, So I was really happy to get that, although I'm also still not playing it. Yeah, of course. Um, The PSP games, right? Um, Did you download free PSP games? I I did. I did so. I did download one of them. Did you ever activate your PSP to your PS3? Yeah, totally. I actually, you know, I, I did not go to E3. I went to Montreal instead over the weekend. Yeah. And... So I loaded up my PSP with all these demos. But hang on, before the PSN outage, you had yeah. connected your PSP to the PS3. Yes, sir. I have never done that. I've done it. It's because I think I, I still have 1.5 firmware, <laughs> and I don't want to have to change yeah. that. Yeah, mine's like 6.78. Yeah. Yeah, I, I connected my PSP Go because it was supposed to have exclusive new connectivity, and I couldn't tell what the difference was, so I went back in the drawer. But there's I some, did connect it. There's something about video play where, like, you can play the the PS3 games on your PSP mm-hmm. or, like, use it as a controller or something. I, I want to learn more about that, but I've never actually learned what that's about. So if I, you want to explain that to me, that'd be great. Yeah, I won't be able to do that. Uh, it's it's basically exactly what you think it is. It's just your PSP becomes a controller. Um, and do you see the PS3 data on the PSP? Like, do you see the screen like no, the Wii U is doing? It's the other way around. If you have a PSP game that you connect to the PS3, then your PSP game can display on there if you connect it through a cable. You if can, you connect through a cable. Hmm, yeah, the video out cable for the PSP. Yeah, but then you're not using the PS3. You're just connecting to your television. Well, you have to connect to it blue, through Bluetooth in order to use the controller. You can use the cable to your TV. and then. The, okay, What? You're saying I use a PS3 controller to control my PSP, which is connected to the TV? You can do that, or you can use the PSP itself to control the PSP game that's being displayed on the TV. Without the PS3 in the middle, though? The PS3 is there to validate that your PSP is connected. Well, you can actually... But what does that do if you could just use the video out cable and connect it directly to the television? I, I neglected to point out that it adds a wireless aspect to it because it's through Bluetooth. Wireless what? Wireless control... We at Sony make but you're technology using a PSP fun and exciting game. and easy to use. You're using your PSP as the controller for a PSP game, which is how it normally works, mm-hmm. and you're getting the video on the TV through the video out cable. Well, the video out cable is an option. You can also do it through the PS3 if you download the PSP game to the PSP, or sorry, PS3. Okay. There's, there's so multiple you're configurations. Then you don't need the video cable. Yeah, it replaces that all, that configuration. Okay, because you say if you have the video cable. If you have the video cable, you don't need the PS3. like you're. Okay, saying, yeah. but if you do... Mm-hmm and the game is loaded on the PS3, then it'll use the PSP as the controller mm-hmm. connecting to the PS3, which is actually running the game. Right, through remote play. Okay. Lies. Nothing on the screen of the PSP, though. All lies. I don't think so. I've never but, actually... But if I have a PSP game down on my, downloaded on my PS3, I could use a PS3 controller on it and dismiss the PSP completely, right? I don't think it plays you just can't natively. There's no, not like an you emulator. Can't, you can't just do that. Okay, so it's actually running on the PSP. Probably. But somehow the video comes through the... PS3. See, this I'm already baffled. This is how I. This is my understanding of it. I have very little experience with. with Alon. Yes. Nobody has actually gotten this to work. <laughs> I think this is all stuff that I learned from the the promotional video when it was announced like five years ago. Okay. Well, I'm glad to know this that is, it's like, it's I'm little, not the only person who doesn't use this feature. It's a little like theoretical physics. It doesn't actually You know exist. what's weird? Sony has a lot of great ideas, and they put some things into action uh, prematurely in many cases. 
and it's like I just wish that I was actually using their system when they came out with these interesting ideas because I, I want to use them, but I have no reason to turn on my PS3. Except now that I'm going to get free games. So, you got Wipeout HD Fury bundle. Yeah. And what else did you get for the PS3? Forget about the PSP stuff, because I really no, don't care about nothing. that. Nothing. You only got one game? No, the rest of them, I'm like, uh, I do not, I don't want this one, I don't want that one. It is not like you to pass up an opportunity for something free. I don't believe for a second that you're not going to get the second game. Um, there's, I don't want any of them. I'm just like, I'm so I mean, you so could at least download. So here's here's the games. Hawk, see, do, you, see, do you know the five see, games available? But I, but I, sacrifice, I have sacrificed something. Precious, precious hard drive. Space. Well, how big is your hard drive? 80 gigs. That's the same as me. Yeah. You're never going to use them. So. I got to uh, 26, uh, 26 uh, gig, <laughs> gigs. Oh, you're approaching that limit. Point. Yeah. All right. So <clears throat> there's, there's Dead too. Nation, which I had never seen or heard of prior to this event. What? What? Dead Nation. Oh, right. I, I looked Some at sort of zombie destruction game. I saw. I watched the preview in I the looked PSN at the store. screenshots and decided it would be bad. And didn't get it. I mean, it kind of looks like it'd be fun, but I don't. I don't know. Like, I don't know if it's normally a PSN only game, and they're trying to give it to me as a full fledged game or what. But yeah, it looks so, like a PSN. <clears throat> there's Dead Nation. There's Little Big Planet, which I have, so that's out. Um, Wipeout HD Fury Bundle. Yeah. Infamous, one of the most popular games on the system. And, Snooze around. Oh, and Stardust HD Sup- Super Extra Crazy Stardust version Su- Stardust. Su- Super Stardust HD. Super Stardust HD. Yeah, I played the on Super version, and since I didn't like that, I felt no need to. All right. That's like saying I played Mario Brothers, but then I played Super Mario Brothers and just disregarded it because I'd already played it. No, 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 no. So, Hawk, knowing you, you've played all four of these games. I played all except Dead Nation. I Actually, played I, own, Dead Nation. I own all of them except for Dead Nation. So which ones were good? What are the choices? So Super Stardust what, what HD, Little Big Planet, uh, Infamous, Dead Nation, and Wipeout HD Fury. If if you don't have Infamous, then that's a definite. That's downloading to my system right now while I'm in the radio studio. It's that, downloading. That was a good choice. And I may be able to use my PS3 and my internet connection tomorrow after downloading <laughs> the 7 gigs of Infamous, which I have played a little bit of, like I played the demo or a little bit of the disc when my roommate had it. I don't know. I played Prototype, so I'm assuming it's very similar, since I, I've heard that they're basically... We have to talk game. about Prototype. That's an E3 thing we're going to talk about. Oh, yeah, that's later. Um, obviously, Little Big Planet is there's a lot of game there. Yeah, um, well, I already have it, so it doesn't matter. Irrelevant. Basically, I'm trying to decide what the, to, what's the second game I should get, because it's going to be Super Stardust, Dead Nation, or, or uh, I can't, Wipeout. I can't vouch. Are, are you kidding? Is this a question? Oh, should I download the game that you wanted and haven't played? Is that the one you're going to tell me? It's clearly the best one. Do, do you realize... So how, good you haven't played it. It's so good that I've bothered to download it. <laughs> That's, that is a testament. <laughs> so so Wipeout is about the closest thing to F-Zero you're going to get on the PS3. It's it's good, it's fast, it plays fast. Still not as good as F-Zero GX, but the add-on pack, the... Uh, just get Wipeout, man. Just, just the best. What does the add-on pack do? The Atom Packs just is multiplayer tracks, so it's basically useless. No one's going to play with you online. <laughs> okay. Um, you might be able to convince uh, Ara me. Might. And Maybe. S- Super Stardust is, uh, I hate to say it, but it's a disposable shooter. It's a 360 shooter, dual sticks. It's it's not, it's underwhelming. It's okay. forgettable. I mean, I, I watched the video. I mean, it looks nice. I, I 
There's so many. Okay, okay, shares. wait. This is so if you wait. own all of them except Dead Nation, whoa, 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 then you're gonna go get whoa, 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 whoa. Dead, Dead Nation for free. I didn't even know it was listed. I thought I just had them all. That's why I gave up. No man, it. Dead Nation, go get it. I'm gonna get two Dead minutes Nation. ago. You're comparing Super Stardust HD to the best-selling game of all time in the history mm-hmm. of video games. And you were right to the Sims. That. <laughs> <laughs> you were comparing it to the Sims. Oh, we were Super comparing Sims. it to Super Mario Brothers. Oh. I was just saying you can't disregard it because it has Super before it. You know, we were talking about this in the car on the way back from from L.A. Actually, that The Sims uh, should not be considered the best-selling game ever because Tetris, or the best-selling series, because Tetris has sold far more than that. Well, how much did the The Sims sell? Um, in the we watched The Sim Pets. You you were waiting in line for Sims Pets and then decided not to go in after we got the the choker thing. I for saw the Molly. video. I saw the video though. Okay, but the guy, so I had actually gone in and see it because we wanted to get the dog collar that they were giving away because Molly really wanted the dog collar that she thought was a choker. Of course she did. So um, we went in without without Molly or Corey or, or Hawkins, me and some other friends, and uh, they explained that 130 million units of The Sims games have been sold. That's more than 26. And I assume, I assume that includes the herbs, but I don't really know. <laughs> um but Tetris has sold, I think, hundreds of millions. Yeah. I thought it was like there's 700 probably, million. There's probably about a million versions. So. Well, yeah. it's possible. We'll be right back. Arizona's News Talk Leader, KFNX, AM 1100. And welcome back. You're listening to Chatterbox, the E3 edition, and also the Aura makes the other hosts sick in one hour edition. <laughs> it's good because you know what? You're you're talking, and you're talking through that throat baby That's that you right. have. And and we are in a enclosed, hermetically sealed space, and so it's only a matter of time before I make both of you sick as hell. I am so excited because I'm going to Europe in three days, four days. <laughs> That's fantastic. That'll make for You a said nice you had a scratchy flight. throat. You didn't say it's because you were sick. And I just finished my antibiotics. Man. Too bad. We didn't tell the listeners how much I busted my hand. <sighs> Do they really want to know? Because I didn't really want to <laughs> see exposed Right before the show, I, I totally showed our fat that was hanging out of my hand after being completely punctured. I mean, it was awesome. did they at least, like, take some out so you could get, like, little weight loss activity going out of there? Oh, he almost did. So this this uh, this little nugget of fat was hanging out of my hand um, after being impaled on a fence. And, and, well, the impalement didn't really happen because it impaled and then immediately ripped out as I, as I dropped from the what top did that, of the fence. What did that feel like? Honestly, it was so fast it didn't really feel like anything. I was just, in, in a matter of probably half a second, you know, I fell to the ground and it happened. And I was like, something just happened. I'm going to grab my hand with my other hand and squeeze and realize, yep, I'm pretty sure that chain link fence wire just went into my hand and ripped out. Yep. Okay. And I yelled to my friend, I'm injured because we were out running. Uh, I'm injured and started running towards the urgent care. And this all happened in the matter of like a millisecond. And and was your friend um, part of the jailbreak you were staging? Uh, she was also trying to jump the fence, but she was at the top of the fence and hadn't jumped over when I had jumped over and announced I'm injured, and then she opted not to. So, yeah, I was out running with my neighbor. Because, um, you know, I do this running thing now, trying to get ready for the Tough Mudder. So, anyway, I wicked ripped my hand. 
and I'm going to have a mean scar. And, uh, yeah, so there was this fat hanging out, and then I was all like, I'm a wuss, and so I said, uh, no stitches, and I totally should have gotten stitches. And uh, Why why no stitches? Because I'm a giant puss. So, no stitch. I did I did get a tetanus shot, but... So, I don't Wait, stitches makes you manly or less manly? Uh, st- stitches are just means you're getting you're getting poked a lot. Oh. Okay. And I didn't want to do that, so I said no stitches. Okay. And then what's the what is the consequence of that? The consequence that? is instead of that, I use steri strips, which are just these little like glue strips that keep your hand closed. Well, keep a wound closed instead of stitches. But a hand like gets very moist and sweaty and stuff, and so those things are less likely to hold, so they're not really a good option. Also, they generally like for the lower levels of tissue, you know, the stitches can hold more stuff together, and it's just, it's a better idea to go with stitches. But I'm a big puss, so I didn't do that. And so he puts on, like, this is a, this gash is, like, two inches long. And there's one part in particular with the fat hanging out. And so, like, he puts a, a piece of tape on the top and a piece of tape on the bottom, which makes the stuff in the middle where the real wound is, like, squeeze even more out. And so there's this big chunk of fat sticking out. And um, then he, you know those, like, six-inch cotton cotton like sticks there's like just a wooden stick with a cotton ball in the end like uh yeah. like a q-tip but it's not yeah. a normal q-tip so he takes the raw end of those not the the cotton side yeah. and just starts shoving the fat back in my hand with the, awesome. with the thin part of the stick yeah, and i'm making sure not to watch because i would go a little bit crazy he's doing this and for some reason i don't feel it like it's all my hand is numb they haven't done anything to numb it but it is numb and uh, so he's shoving it back in there, and he puts another piece of strip over it, and he's like, like he told me when it was done, he's like, I was real close to just cutting that fat right off because it was not putting, getting back in there. And uh, I was even thinking while he was doing it, he should totally just cut that off. <laughs> and um, it's a little bit weird just to think of now, honestly, because I'm I'm a real lightweight when it comes to innards and punctures and stuff. So well, you've had more of your inners exposed yeah. in your life than anyway. I that's done, and the great part is my wife was gone, right? And she's gone for this whole time in Europe, and I didn't want to tell her. I mean, I still haven't told her. So I'm going to go meet her this weekend in Europe and uh, be like, "Oh, hey, <laughs> you can you can now now my is, hand is busted." This is an opportunity for you to demonstrate your unsurpassed manliness by fabricating a complete lie. <laughs> <laughs> I could. We're all creative here. We could come up with something. That's right. I took a bullet. Tell her, tell <laughs> her think... you punched Shredder in the face, and his mask was sharp. I'm not convinced she would know who Shredder was. Well, even better. It's a plausible <laughs> story. You can then give her the backstory of Shredder. <laughs> so there are these turtles, man. <laughs> <laughs> we were in the subway in the LA, and this we guy came named Splinter. Yeah. All right. So anyway, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Um I want to remind everyone, outside of the hand hand injury story, that they should go to uat.edu, the website for the University of Advancing Technology, because I have to do that every show. UAT, I, I believe, they feature um, completely uh, well-maintained fences that will not <laughs> destroy your hand. Yeah, this was a city fence, and actually, my wife, studying to be a lawyer and all, I'm convinced that she'll be like, we're totally suing. Sue the right? city. Because the city, honest to God, I could sue the city and it would be no problem at all. No problem pulling money out of them. Sue everybody. Have a fence. Chain link fences at the top of the fence are usually curled over so that there's no sharp sharp metal at the top, right? Yeah. I mean, you've seen a chain link fence just like everybody else has. Yeah. These were just, these were not, you know, that way. They were just pointed straight up and they were sharpened like they were cut at an angle. Dude, I could so sue Phoenix, no problem. I just have to admit that I am really poor at jumping over fences. <laughs> they may Apparently. even have an option on their phone system. You just press three to threaten to sue. <laughs> to sue? Yeah. Yeah, I'll see. Like, if she wants to take it to court, but, like, I don't know. 
uh, how many damage? How much damage is going to get from that? Obviously, medical bills. Medical. And you, that's insurance. all you'll be able to get, I bet. Well, and pain and suffering. Of no, having no, that out of doesn't your happen. There's <laughs> pain and trauma. It does. No. It could. And I've been scarred by this mentally. I'll put that on the record out there publicly. Mm-hmm. Anyway, luckily she doesn't listen to the show, so there's no chance of hearing this by the time I get to Europe. That didn't <laughs> occur to me as you were telling the no, story. No, no chance. No chance in hell. <laughs> um, anyway, so let's talk more about games, not games of ripping open your hand. Um, we went to the E3, and one thing we did was we saw at Activision, I didn't even realize it was an Activision um, property, but uh, Prototype 2. Do you remember this? Oh, yeah. Now, I don't care much to talk about isn't that prototype a bit of an two. oxymoron? What? Prototype 2. Oh. A little <laughs> bit. So, <laughs> anyway, I don't really care much about Prototype 2 at all. Like, I don't, whatever, if you guys want to learn about it, you can go find a preview online. But what's interesting is that both Eric and I thought afterwards, huh, we should probably go play Prototype. Because mm-hmm. I had played it in the past, and, and more than I play other games, like a few hours. But, um,. I didn't quite remember it, and I wanted to play through it. And never, it was one of those games that you sort of play a little bit, and you put on the shelf, and you never get back to. Mm. And I thought to myself, I really, I do want to play that. Even though the guy who was trying to sell us the game at E3 made it sound like they did a bad job on the first one. Yeah, he was constantly apologizing yeah. <laughs> throughout the entire <clears throat> spiel. I thought, I'm going to go play So I did this sometime this week. I think it's Sunday. I just, I spent seven hours playing that game, which is more than I usually give a game. Um and it was it was all right. Like I want to go back and play right now, but I, I don't really have time yeah. during the week as much. Uh, did you go back and play it since then? No. What happened with me is I uh, I had played through Spider-Man: Web of Shadows all the way through. It basically it wasn't a great game, but uh, ever since Spider-Man: The Movie Two, the game uh, kind of rolls off the tongue. Uh, I kind of got Spider-Man hooked. Two: The Movie, the game. Yeah, that sounds about right. Spider-Man the movie to the game. Yeah. Okay. That sounds about right. Either way, it's terrible. But the game was awesome. It was the first one that let you swing around the city and all that stuff. So Web of Shadows... Whoa, 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 whoa. The original Spider-Man on the PlayStation let you swing around the city. What I'm getting at with the the 3D line of titles, the first one let you swing around the city, but if you let go of the, the web, you fell to your death. Because apparently Spider-Man can't take a fall. Okay. In Spider-Man 2, the movie, the game, uh, you could explore the city and you could run up walls and all that stuff. Well, fast forward several bad games. Web of Shadows came back, uh, reinvented the whole combat system, had infinite combos. You got to you get a feel for how to play as uh, as actually Spider-Man. My point is, as soon as I finished that game, I had Prototype on the shelf, um, threw it in. It's the uh, same development firm. Same producer, same publisher, um, same game engine, same fight mechanics, same And even the same city. city. Yeah, so I knew where everything was. And unfortunately, it suffered from uh, me having played that Spider-Man game for, I don't know, probably 30 hours to get, you know, to explore the city. So I was already burned out when I put the disc in. So I I set it aside and I haven't gone back. But I I definitely want to go back because... Like they were saying that you know the well they didn't really touch on it too much on the demonstration but they've they've pitched this as prototype two's and boss is your save game character from the first game. See, I never heard that, and they didn't talk about that during the presentation. Yeah, I was really surprised, but I, I double checked, and it's it's at least 
been reported as such. It's not something you're making up. No, 100% not okay. making up this time. So what happens is, in the first game, you play this guy named Alex Mercer, whatever, he gets a virus, he's a super strong dude, and you get powers throughout the game. Uh, different powers, you know, depending on how much you upgraded your guy. And then in the second game, you're actually fighting the character that you were in the first game. So you're saying, like, if you got super wicked strong guy in the first game then that same super wicked strong guy is going to be the one you fight in the second game well supposedly it's only if you beat it if you beat it you kind of have to max out anyway okay so maybe they're just kind of spoofing it by just giving a maxed out version of you i don't know maybe we'll find out in the second one we'll be right back it's me mario you're listening to chatterbox video game radio it's a number one This is the reason what I have you, an iPad. What, is that the reason? Bring what it back. You, what are you doing to me? I Isn't that, that awesome? Was, I assume wait, that was the voice of the, the baby. It's the Yang Yang cat. Throat. Oh, let's bring it, bring it back. Oh, there it is. Wait, wait. Do you hear that sound? It's not, gone. Not it's the done. sound of the cat. Do you hear the other sound? <laughs> the sound of you hating it? It's the sound of my heart shriveling. <laughs> Very slowly. That, by the way, is not... That's not just an iPad. That is a Flash and Facebook and an iPad all merging. It's it's a synergy of technology merging together. I guess that's what synergy is. To destroy my life. <laughs> merging to improve our lives in a way that we cannot quantify. So that's fantastic. I will agree that I cannot quantify <laughs> what you're doing to me right now. Okay, so prototype two, we were saying, is going to use... <clears throat> The super bad guy is going to be you from the first game, mm-hmm. which if you have a save game, but you're saying only if you beat the game. Well, that that's what the the article I read said, and you know, with that knowledge kinda, in mind, I'm going to not make my character any better. I I think you should just get a game genie and work your way through it with cheat codes. And that way, you'll be entry level. Do they have game genies for the Xbox 360 these days? If they don't, someone should make those. But they they have cheat codes built right in because that's how Activision works. They oh, just yeah. give you a cheat code option. I wonder if they have the one in there with like big head mode and like all the Tony Hawk ones. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> all anyway, these games so, use the Tony Hawk mm-hmm. engine originally, the Spider-Man games. That's true. Uh, but but Spider-Man was more fun, I thought. It kind was. Of. Actually, well, no. Tony Hawk 3 was pretty awesome. Well, comparing Spider-Man and Prototype... The only thing bad about Prototype is that you, you can't swing around. Can't swing on webs, man. Yeah, I mean, it basically is Spider-Man. Minus but you that. can glide. I bet Superman, or Spider-Man couldn't glide. He doesn't need to. He's swinging around. <clears throat> yeah, but you understand. Like, is it a similar yeah. option for, for motoring around town? It's Spider-Man, not Flying Squirrel Man. This guy is Flying Squirrel Man for no real reason. They don't explain why he can glide. Yeah. Um, which is weird to me. Anyway... It's uh, a prototype. What do you expect? What I thought was interesting about that is that you and I both had the same thought. Like, we came out of that that Prototype 2 thing, not so much thinking, oh, we want to play Prototype 2, but thinking, we should totally go back and play the first one. And so I did. And I haven't finished it. I have no idea how long the game is. but I think it's like 20 hours. But you feel it's pretty passable, though? I mean, it's a fun game. Yeah. I mean, I want, I want to go back and keep playing it. So, so that's good. But uh, I do remember watching the original announcement, like at GDC a couple of years ago, or prototype, and I remember it was supposed to be way cooler than it is, so it's not quite there, but I think it's, it's it. one of those games that you hear announced, 
and then all of a sudden it's just out, and you didn't hear anything from the time it was announced and hyped until it got. Yeah, because you didn't think about it. Yeah. They did a good job of that of not talking about it forever. So, anyway, let's let's get past that. What everyone, what I think everyone saw at E3, people who weren't actually there, was basically the Nintendo. I did. We didn't see the Microsoft press conference, but then I went home and I watched it and was not terribly impressed. I mean, Modern Warfare 3 looks awesome. Not that's yeah. not specific to Microsoft. No. Um, and Halo 4. Yeah, all they did was announce it. Like, well, I else? mean, that's that's basically their whole press conference. That and 85 Connect games. Yeah, it was all Connect. I brought in Harold, right? The the Muppet puppet thing. I didn't realize he had a name. They gave him a name at the press conference. I think it was Harold. I don't. I'm not 100 percent sure. On are that. you are you talking about this blue creature with large pox all over it? Yeah. Anyway, if so, you watch the Microsoft press conference, which you can do directly from your Xbox, you'll see what I'm talking about. It's this blue stuff thing with weird ears. So I got one of those. i got to ask you guys a question, right? I'm sure the Kinect thing was, like, totally out in full force, right? Yes. So what now, based on new things that you've seen with Kinect, has this changed your impression of Kinect in any way at all? It's made me far more confident that it will never do anything that I want to do. That After watching the press conference, which showed them trying to do Connect Star Wars, and I was like, nope, you still can't control it properly. Do you remember a long time ago when I wrote an article for Golgatron that said Connect can't play Street Fighter? Oh, yeah. All right. And the point of that was that you don't get precision on this thing. You simply can't. If you try to play any of the sports games that were on Connect or really any game on Connect, you realize how imprecise and imperfect the thing is. Yeah. And they're trying to make us feel like, oh, well, there are some real games that aren't just little kitty party games that you're going to want to play, like Star Wars Connect. And uh, if you watch the press conference, I mean, first of all, they have people who are trained on this before they go on stage. They go on stage, and they still screw it up. Like, he tries to lift this giant, you know, battle vehicle thing out of the way, off a bridge. And he like, this is radio, so it's rough. I'm picking up my hands right now. So he, like, puts his hands in the air to try and control it with the force and just move it off of the bridge. But he fails. Like, he's been preparing for this probably for weeks. I'm going to be on stage. Thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people are going to see me. I'm going to lift this thing out of the air. I'm going to shove it out of the way. And I'm still going to screw it up. And he screwed it up. Now, maybe people watching didn't realize he screwed it up. Maybe they didn't know what he was trying to do or how fast he was trying to do it. But he totally screwed it up. He dropped the damn thing on the bridge. And then he did it a second time and it flew off. Great. But, uh, you know, you see the kids playing. They brought kids up on stage to play games. And all they're doing is holding their arms out, going through Disneyland or whatever, and waving left and right and missing coins and stuff. And again, I'm like, you've been practicing this for at least a week, and you can't even get the coins that you say out loud. Oh, get the coins, get the coins. Um, so I'm just, I've officially confirmed that there will never be anything precise for the Connect. Nothing that, that is a, a true gaming experience, anything other than gimmicky. Yep. I wish there could be. And they are adding a lot of voice support into other games. Like Ubisoft made what they Microsoft made out to be a big deal announcement, that all future Clancy games, they actually said all future, not all future 360 Clancy games, but all future Clancy games, <laughs> which is impossible to me, will be Kinect enabled. But it's just by voice. And I think to myself, well, you could have done that before the Kinect was out because there was already a microphone with in the hands of every single Xbox 360 owner. Mm -hmm. So could have done it, didn't. Um, but they're doing a lot of voice commands that way, and Ubisoft did some cool stuff where you're messing with your gun. And Actually, I don't know if that was Ubisoft. I think, yeah, it was, because it was a French dude talking to him. Oh, yeah. Um, he, like, separates his hands, 
And for the gun editing thing, you can edit all the little parts of the gun. The gun ex- explodes in this, not explosion, not like a fiery explosion. Like it just explodes so you can see all the parts. And then he can shove his hands together and it goes together and you can sort of turn your hands to turn the view of, of the gun. And then you can practice with it. This is another instance where the guy screwed up. Did you watch the press conference? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So you remember after he built a gun or randomized a gun or whatever, he went into target shooting? Mm-hmm. And so uh, imagine you're holding a gun with... Uh, I don't know much about guns, right? But there's the when you have a machine gun, you're using both hands to hold this thing. There's the hand in the front and the hand in the back. And so he simulates holding a gun in midair and uh, at this this target range with whatever gun he created. Um, so he's holding, you know, his left hand out in front and his right hand in back, holding on the on the trigger. And he does something with his left hand, like opens it up from a closed fist to an open open palm, and uh, that activates the firing but like he's obviously trying to get a headshot and it takes him three tries of machine gun blast to hit a headshot which you know great it's fun for connect but when you're playing a serious game you want to be able to get that damn headshot and you don't have 15 seconds to do it especially when guys are walking around not in a still target so they tried to pretend at the press conference that this was going to be a viable thing to do you can actually run through and you can play it just with connect you don't need a controller um that's absolute bs Absolute BS. And anyone who thought that that was real and you'd actually be able to do that in the game for anything more than just a fun distraction is out of their mind because they're just not thinking through it enough to realize, no, it's it's just not a real option. Um, and so that's how I feel about the connection. My my thoughts on uh, motion control in general is that when, when the Wii tried to shoehorn it into Zelda and stuff like that, they got a lot of backlash because the few serious games that Nintendo puts out, people don't want them gimmicky. They just want to play them like they always did. And for Microsoft to miss that point and try to start telling people, no, there's going to be serious Kinect games, the things I saw consistently at E3 were the uh, booth assistants or coaches or whatever telling people, no, 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 you're doing it too fast, or you're doing it this way, or, you're doing it this way. I never took the time to watch that. Well, I, I watched the the Star Wars. These kids were waving their hands around all crazy. He's like, no, you got to go slow like this and this. And it was to, to let the lag catch up. Yeah. But it made them look like they were fighting in slow motion choreography, which is not what kids see with Star Wars. So... And then uh, Rise of Nightmares was this, like, creeping through a dungeon and there's zombies everywhere. And to walk, you have to hold your leg out the whole time. And to turn, you have to twist your shoulders. Well, trying to do that for a long period of time when you're taking baby steps through a dungeon, it's just... Trying to also look at a screen, which is always in the same place, but you're turning your body. That's Mm -hmm. also... And every time you put your foot down, you stop. Or it may even recognize it as a step back and you start backtracking. And it's completely... It's terrible. And And that's the thing, like... I want to try all these things just to try them once, but I would never actually want them for the gameplay element. Like, I, they're not good enough to use for actual games. They're but, just good enough to use for the gimmick of the first time you ever do it aside and then from realize the, it's a bad idea. Aside from the voice and the motion stuff, like, it'd be cool if the Clancy stuff put up hand gestures, too, because you could be silent and your little guy can make hand gestures. But even still, I mean, it's still better controlled with a controller. What it feels to me is that they put basically a Chuck E. Cheese in your living room because you've got all these gimmicky games that, you know, you play for five seconds and move on to the next one. You know, it's the whole stomp and whack-a-mole thing and yeah, kicking I, thing. I'm not opposed to motion controls. I'm just opposed to ones that do it badly. And so that's why I was so excited for the move to come out because, and I've said this on the show before, but Eric, you weren't always here. Ten years ago, I saw, you know, what was the original idea of of the move when they brought it on stage talking about it for the ps2 early in the ps2 life cycle they said look at what we can do with this camera 
right? And the guy was like holding a mace around. He's doing all this cool stuff. And I was like, that's awesome. I totally want that. Ten years later, they actually come out with the move and they don't screw it up like Nintendo does. They put all the right electronics in there to make it accurate. And it's unfortunate that they just haven't done anything good with it yet. But like a good sword fighting, an accurate sword fighting with the move, totally possible. Good uh, shooters and stuff, you don't need a gun peripheral. You've got this thing and it actually works. So I'm excited about those ideas. But this poor implementation through the Kinect, it's never going to work. Um, but I'd love like Police 911 on the mm-hmm. PS3. Oh, yeah. We'll be right back. And we are back once again. It's Chatterbox Video Game Radio. Do you want more Nyan Nyan Cat? Why, why must you vex me so, Alon? I could turn it on. You could turn nyan, it on. Nyan, 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 nyan. I, don't, I don't even know what it sounds like. That's the first time <laughs> I'd ever heard it when we played it there. But. So I actually, I have, some, I have a really important E3 question to ask both of you guys. Okay. And this is a... I should talk about the Wii U. Same question that I want each of you to answer separately. Okay. I'll what, tell you my answer. What was... The most surprising thing you saw this year. Ooh, I can go first. Um, most surprising to me, I want to say it's how awesome the Wii U was. You see how he did that? You like how that goes? Yeah. Yeah. What? Right, keep going. No, I know, I know the pecking order. Right. It's cool. It was looking at me. I find it amusing. <laughs> do you go. Do you want to go? Go ahead. No, you already. Started. No, I mean, why not? No, it's no, like, mine, yeah. mine's totally. Okay. Nice. Great. So I want to say it's how awesome the Wii U was. But it's actually how bad Super Mario was. That's the most surprising to me. Was it Super Mario, which is the name of the game, the name of the Super Mario game on 3DS. Super Mario Wii U? It's just called Super Mario. It's 3DS, right? It's not Super Mario Brothers. It's not Super Mario 3DS. It's just yeah. Super Mario, but it's the 3DS version of Super Mario. Um, okay. It's missing something. It's not, it's not right. Is it Brothers? I was going to say it's, it's missing, missing Bros. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's not good right now. And I don't know if it, it felt like, oh, I, I have an analogy that no one will understand. It's like the difference between Solomon's Key and uh, Fire and Ice. But that's not going to work on anyone. So Not even me. Did you know that Fire and Ice was the sequel to Solomon's Key? No, I knew Solomon's Key. I didn't know Fire and Ice. Yeah, Fire and Ice is the sequel to Solomon's Key. Um, and what Solomon's Key is like you're this little character that the sprite is this big as the bricks. And there's like, you know... 400 bricks per screen, right? So your dude's really small. And then Fire and Ice is like zoomed in where there's only like 10 bricks on the screen. And so you're suddenly working on everything on a very micro level. So on it's high-res. <laughs> no, I mean, it's still 8-bit NES. But the point is, it's um, like you're zoomed in so far. You're just not, I don't know. Maybe the, the other parts of the game are different, but it's uh, it's trying to be Mario 64 and it's not quite there. And I... I would like to see more of the game, but I played what I okay. played was not impressive. How about I mean, how about something good surprise? Wii U, man. Wii U. Wii okay. U. All right. How about you? Uh, I, I have a couple contenders. I I haven't really vetted this out. I was surprised that the new Spider-Man game completely takes place in a series of corridors in a building and has no open-world exploration or swinging on webs. Spider-Man in the hospital. Basically, he's in a factory. And I don't know. It, that was surprising. Uh, brothers, I, I didn't even. I don't know that there's another Spider-Man game. There's no swinging on webs. They're swinging on webs as far as you can swing in a building with low ceilings in all their corridors. Kind of like swimming on the web in Marvel superheroes. Yes. 
Okay. Yes, exactly. Um, that, for the record, is we're talking about the fighting game Marvel superheroes, where you yeah, just swing real fast and box. kick someone. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, it's called uh, Echoes in Time, I think, and you play two separate timelines at the same time that are affecting each other. So I get this cool story, but it's Spider-Man. You need okay. to swing. Um, I was surprised that Brothers in Arms Furious 4 uh, was absolutely amazing to watch and pitch so terribly that I had no interest in it until I accidentally saw it. Um Street Fighter Cross Tekken, I was surprised that I loved it so much that I gave up several appointments to go back and play it further. Why so surprising? Did you get to play it with Ono? He wouldn't. Play, he wasn't playing with anybody. The only people he played with were uh, Capcom staff. Okay. But uh, uh, I was surprised because I had heard so many bad things that I thought my hype was completely misplaced. And then when I got there, I found that it was... Uh, not nearly as great as it should have been for that game. They've they put a lot of good work into it. It basically plays like Tekken Tag Tournament. Wait, wait, wait. You said it was awesome, but it's not as awesome as you thought it would be? No, no, no. I, I had amazingly high hopes for it, and I found out that my hopes should have been even higher because they were even. it was even that much more amazing than I could have ever guessed. Okay. Once I got my hands on it, it blew my mind. Uh just because it was, it's a 2D game that plays like 3D games have always played, but adds Capcom versus stuff. Anyway. I should point out that, that Hawkins here is an incredible fighting game fan. Like, yes. Your parents had arcades when you were growing up, and yes. like you got to play lots of games, and it was... my. You and Jorge are the resident gaming experts here. When for, it comes to fighting stuff, yeah. Um, Jorge is more of the professor style. I'm more of the other guy. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't either. But okay. Um, as far as uh, as far as my biggest surprise, I I was pretty I was I'd say I was most shocked by Luigi's Mansion 2 being announced for the 3DS because that was a franchise that was pretty widely panned, didn't seem to sell a lot even for a launch title, and had not been on anyone's radar for so long. I was uh, I was pretty shocked by that, and of course the Wii U controller reveal. I my jaw was on the floor the whole time. Okay, but so you knew about that. I mean, we knew that there was going to be a controller with a screen in it. Yeah, I didn't know it was going to be an iPad, and I didn't know they were going to hit golf balls off of it and switch from the TV screen to the handheld screen, and it was going to be a, somehow emulating console experience and on your couch. It just it was pretty cool. We haven't spent any time talking about that, and I'm just going to assume that people who listen to the show know about the news about the Wii U. It's the information age. People yeah. can look it up. Exactly. I did want to talk about the part that that made me so happy with it. So, do, what was it? The are, part, are you done? Like, I, I'm not interrupting at this point. Was it the no, part where okay. you only have one controller in the system? No. Um, it was. So there were several demos there, and I played all the demos for was the it, Wii U. Was it, was it its massive size? No, it's fine. It's fine. Not too big. So what's good about it is this: they've several of the demos, uh, two of the demos specifically, used the Wii U controller as a sort of a, a window into the game that's happening on the TV, right? Um, so one of them, like people are shooting these arrows at you with suction cups on them, and you're using the Wii U controller as a shield to protect yourself from these darts and so if you position it just properly at the right time the darts will hit your your screen you'll see them hit the screen but if you you know if you it was so accurate really yeah it's hard to describe you have to go watch it i'm not going to spend the time we only have a couple minutes i'm not going to spend the time trying to describe this but my my point isn't that you just hold it up and you use it because what you're expecting is something like a traditional wii experience where if you hold it up 
you know, in front of you in sort of the right place, then, you know, you'll block these arrows. And if when it tells you to hold it to the left, you, you know, point it to the left somewhere, it'll block the arrows that are coming from the left. But it's totally not like that. It's as if you actually are holding like a window frame or a frame in front of you into this game. And if you are off by an inch, then you are off by an inch. Like it was perfectly accurate, like you were just holding up a camera and looking at the screen on a camera and, and looking at the world behind the camera. It, it was perfect. It felt perfect, at least. And so, like, when I was off by a couple inches, then the arrows would hit the top of the screen. If I did it perfectly, they'd hit the center of the screen. And, it, you know, it was it was that perfect. Now, I don't know what final games will be like, because none of the stuff they showed at the show, you know, were, um, were final games or were even... They were just demos of things that you could do to try and introduce developers to potential experiences that they could create. Uh, for a game for the Wii U, uh, and I'm sure some of them will develop into some final idea, but but that wasn't the point of the show. So the other one, which was like that, uh, using this device as a portal, uh, was called Battle Me, and it was the Metroid universe where two players use Wii remotes and shoot at the sh- like the ship, Samus's ship or something, and um, the player who's controlling the ship is using the the Wii remote, the Wii U controller thing and so your view is totally different than what's on the tv the tv is just split in two and those players use the tv you don't use the tv at all you use just the controller but um when you you aim by moving this handheld screen right so i i'm in the world and i'm up high because i'm in a ship meanwhile the other characters are down low because they're on the ground and so if i look if i hold the controller you know, vertically looking straight out that I'm looking in front of my ship. That doesn't work. I want to aim at the characters. So I have to actually lower it like you're, you know, like you're lowering a book or something. You lower it towards the ground. So instead you're looking at the ground. And while you lower it, the screen changes in perfect synchronicity or whatever uh, with, with how you're moving it, right? And then so I turn to the right and I see one of the characters and I shoot some missiles or lasers at him or something. But the other guy's on the other part of the map, like all the way across the map. So I turn my whole body around. And it, this is tough on radio, but like, you know, imagine you're in a, in a chair and you just twist all the way around in your swivel chair. Like the screen is just, it's moving exactly as it should as you turn around. Everything, the world that you're seeing on your remote is is perfectly synchronized to your movement. So what I'm doing is I'm holding this portal into this imaginary world. I'm shooting someone. I'm turning around and having to aim it perfectly, shooting at someone else. And it's not like the the old school Wii experiences where you just sort of have to get it kind of right. And if you swing the thing, then Link will swing his sword. And if you hold up the left one, he'll hold up his shield or whatever it was. It's not crappy. It's it's actually got the precision that I've been begging for all this time. After seeing the, the 3DS tech that was similar with the Face Raiders game, was it did it feel like a lot better than that yeah so i saw that after you you know that but i think our listeners did i didn't know that the 3ds had that until i tried yours um it felt a lot like that except it's not a tiny little screen and i'm i don't have to leave it right in front of my face at the perfect position to keep the 3d going right um you can keep it at a better distance a more comfortable distance it's a much bigger screen a much more high res screen um and i presume the tech is a little bit better uh i didn't use them either one enough to really compare but the 3DS did feel really good. It's just it was so small. This is much bigger. We, by the way, Golgatron totally scooped the world on the resolution of the of the screen in the controller. We got so many hits because Kotaku and Joystick linked to us because I literally counted pixels. <laughs> um, anyway, that's the end of the show. Wii U is going to totally rock, especially when they implement it in the gun. We got to go. Thanks so much. 
We're gonna you guys will be here next week. We're going to read your face. Video Game Radio. <laughs> Tune in next week for more tips and info and the latest and greatest in video gaming. And remember, all your base are belong to us.